Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. We also have Matt Rooney for some hockey, but must say, Andy, you didn't get to see a minute of that beautiful St. Peter's upset. Oh, I was at a little joint called the Purple Goat with the in-laws, and they didn't have that one on. Honestly, it it was like we talked about. Every time I look up, it's like, oh, Kentucky's going to start running away with it now. They're a clear superior team, but uh, they did uh, they did get it done. And somebody DM me about that. He's like, "That's just wild, you know how how you can hit one of these." I'm like, "That's why I bet them blindly, because if you showed me the four 15 seeds, that might be the fourth one I picked. Like that would have been four out of four, I think, for me for that team to do something like that. So that's why you just bet them all, because it's how how are you gonna pick out one of these one percent games? And that's because that's what it was. It was just like a team playing at the 99th percentile and Kentucky playing poorly and good job. Good job. St. Peter's good job. A couple teams. I thought Akron was pretty live at the end. They probably should have won that game. Truthfully. That's just a clutch three point shooting, honestly, from UCLA when they were down like six, seven, eight at the end, they hit a couple threes and all of a sudden it was a ball game and a little much, a little much for the zips, the zips to handle. So Fun first day, though. Three more days of this. Three more days of golf. NBA's kind of back. Well, three three more days of the first and second round. And then we take the weird break. Like, you don't have basketball outside of NIT for a few days. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little more picks today. We didn't have shit yesterday. Just kind of talked about betting the underdogs. And we talked a little bit about some future prices. Iowa future, Alex? <laughs> R.I.P. I had a final uh, four Iowa future as well, Alex. I'm right there with you. No good. Thank God we bet the Richmond money line. The Andy system covered us. I I did see somebody post a, you know, a bracket where they had Kentucky beating Iowa in the final. Those are always good. Like, you know, it's one of those things, enough monkeys in a room with typewriters, you get Shakespeare. Somebody was going to have a hilarious final like that. So I'm glad somebody posted it, though. It gave me a chuckle because brackets suck and they're hard. But, uh, yeah, Matt's here. I think we're going to fire off with some hockey. I talked about this yesterday. I would like to <laughs> I would like to do a hockey NBA college basketball parlay tonight at some point. Uh, I, I am sorry. I know I usually try to come in here and, and give you an over or an alt over even. I, I don't have one of those today. I actually have an under for you, so you're going to be rooting for the clock in one of these games. Uh, Canes and Caps, uh, two really good hockey teams, two teams that are capable of playing pretty good defense. Um, Hurricanes, I believe, have gone under or pushed in nine of their last ten, or pushed six, a total of six in nine of their last ten. Uh, Caps have been going over a little bit more lately, but they this will be their third um, third game in their last four nights. Canes are uh, also on a back-to-back, so both these teams coming in with a little bit of tired legs. Sometimes that leads to bad defense. Others, that just leads to early, slow starts, not really taking many risks, playing more of a dump-and-chase type game, not getting a lot of shots on goal. I kind of expect that out of these two better teams tonight to have a little more of a feeling. Um, so I'm going to go with the under there. The, the, like I said, the Canes have really been trending towards that games. And then Panthers minus one and a half against the Ducks. Um, I bet on the Panthers, I feel like, just about every time I'm here. Uh, they are probably my favorite team in the NHL right now. I have a, a Stanley Cup future on them. Um, the, the Ducks have, after a pretty good start to the year, have sold off, and they're kind of going down the drain a little bit. They've lost five in a row, I think six of their last seven. 
uh, seven of their last nine. They're they're not they're not good. They're selling off their their parts ahead of the trade deadline. Panthers on the the back end of a of a back to back. Excuse me, second game in as many nights. Um, they're on a road trip. That's why you're getting them at plus ten. But my favorite philosophy when betting hockey: good teams, bad team, good teams versus bad teams. Is if you get that plus money puck line on a really good team like the Panthers are um, against a bad team like the Ducks are. It's just, you have to take it. There's too much value there to pass up on it, especially this late in the year where Vegas is kind of onto the teams that they're, they're handicapping. Yeah. You said late, like how late are we? I looked at this. I just looked at this the other day and it felt like despite being super late in the season, the NBA playoffs are like three weeks before the NHL this year. Yeah, we got about six weeks. Usually it's the other way around. Usually the NBA playoffs start. We got about six weeks left in the NHL season. Uh, trade deadline, I believe, is coming up. I don't know the exact date. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks here. Um, so you're you're really getting there. We, we pretty much know who everybody is at this point. Obviously, teams will shake up a little bit of the trade deadline. Some people make some major acquisitions. But I think as of right now, you, you kind of know just about who everybody is um, ahead of the trade deadline with just about six weeks left to play. What about my wild? Are we making uh? Are we making moves? Do I need to make a move? Uh, the wild, the wild might be. I mean, they're going to be in the market for just about everything. That they have a really good goal scorer, good point producer, and uh, Kirill Kaprizov. But like, they are always going to be a team that's going to be looking to add a little bit more firepower. Uh, their, their goaltending has been better this year, and there's not much on the market there. So I wouldn't be that. that that's probably going to be stagnant, but. If you're a playoff contender, it doesn't really matter how good you are defensively or offensively. If there's a guy out there, a forward or a defenseman that you think is a fit in your system that can help your team, you're going to be looking at looking to go add. And the Wild are in a position where they're not the top end, a top end cup contender, but they are kind of that next tier, and they're probably going to see themselves as, as a move away from jumping up. So if they go out and, and add a, a big time defenseman or, or one of the higher end defensemen on the market, I could absolutely see that and wouldn't be surprised. I've seen somebody just like a maybe I get these articles from the athletic because I told them I'm from Minnesota, but I've seen something like that's oh, probably it. It's like, yeah, it was Mark Andre. Like, so it was like, could the wild trade for Mark Andre Fleury? I'm like, I didn't, I don't know who our goalie is, so I, maybe Mark Andre Fleury in, in a normal situation would be traded. Um, he doesn't serve much value to the Blackhawks at this point, he's been really good. The Blackhawks aren't a playoff team. He's uh, on the last year of his contract, but he doesn't really want to be traded. I believe he told the Blackhawks pretty much, no, I, I, I'm not going to waive my no trade clause. He uh, He's obviously won his cup with Pittsburgh, so it's not like he's going ring chasing at this point. Uh, he was, when traded from Vegas to Chicago in the summer, he was very close to retiring because he didn't want to relocate his family. Um, so I, I have a hard time believing that he's going to do that Again, just, you know, five months later, relocate the family, especially because while the Hawks aren't good, he likes it in Chicago. And I I think he can see himself being here for a little while and doesn't want to do that again. That said, if the Toronto or Minnesota or somebody comes with an offer that absolutely blows them away, could the Blackhawks convince Marc-Andre Fleury to go? Maybe, but I think it would take a massive offer and probably an extension either in the works or, you know, ready to sign for Mark Andre when he goes, because I don't think he wants to be playing this. I'm going to play here for six months, there for six months, sign a one-year deal. I think he wants one more next stop for the rest of his career, or he might just kind of be done. I get, I, and I get it staying like you, he likes the culture that the Chicago mm-hmm. Blackhawks have built with that, uh, that management team. And 
That's fully understandable at this point. That's just me ragging on one of your teams. It, it's, it's a brand new management team. And it's a brand culture. new management It's team. a brand new management team. The old one that it was involved with the, the unfortunate, just awful stuff from 10 years ago is completely gone. <laughs> um, it seems like a lot of the toxicity from that front office and that front, front of that building is for the most part gone. Um, so it does seem like they're building a little bit of a new culture, but unfortunately the team has not quite started to follow. They just hired their new permanent general manager. Um, so this off season will kind of tell you where they go. Um, I, I, do, I have no idea which route they're going to take. I do think I they end up hanging on to Patrick Kane for the rest of his career, but like Jonathan Taves is, is probably going to be a guy that might look to get moved this summer might be out there. Um, it, this off season is going to be very interesting to see what the, the brand new young general manager gets clearance to do. It's funny I gave you a hard time about your team being, you know, having an awful thing from the past. I'm not sure I've ever given Alex Penn State shit before. Like, well, that's just because you like giving me shit, Andy. Yeah, I think I think maybe that is. But uh, I think I'm just an easy target. It's too easy. Yeah, the the Penn State one is is too easy, and like they did clean up a lot. That was actually quite a while ago, too. They write themselves. Yeah, it it is. It is what it is. Whatever. We're. It's been a long time, and uh, that's before James Franklin, who's terrible. Yeah, I don't like James Franklin as it is. But it's Nukes weird because he can recruit yeah. so well, but he can't coach. It's just, it's tough because he's getting you guys players, but he can't coach in big games. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm I'm fine with that. And Noops did return. He was gone for a little bit. I don't know where where you went there. Like, did the camera just die? What happened? I'm glad you're back. Not sure if Noops can hear me. <laughs> Can you hear us, Nuke? Having that issue again. My, comp- my computer is overloaded or something. It's we're having we're having trouble over here. All right. Well, you let me know because you got some NBA bets. We'll see. I think I. Oh, I know. It's. I think I'll try to rip through those NBA bets again. My connection seems to be fine, but you guys are a little spotty on my end, so I'll try to rip through those real quick. Yeah, you just talk about those. I'm... I play tonight in NBA. Um, you know, 12 games tonight. And again, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, it's, you know, there's a bunch of games, but there's a lot of injury problems. You have John Morant's questionable tonight. Um, Joel Embiid's questionable tonight amongst a handful of other guys, but three bets. I do like quite a bit here. The new Orleans Pelicans are going to be visiting the San Antonio Spurs tonight. I have this game of just about a pick them. Honestly, might have the Pelicans as short favorites here. Brandon Ingram being out obviously makes him a worse basketball team, but I don't know if it's as big as the adjustment the market continues to make night in and night out. As long as McCollum's healthy and um, Valanciunas is out there beating up centers every night, this is a great basketball team, and it's a tough matchup for the Spurs who have some good guards, but you know the Pelicans can kind of match them up there, but no big men tonight. Should be a great night for Valanciunas. I like the Pelicans here, plus three. The New York Knicks. Minus five and a half. A nice spot here for the Knicks. And I know it's to lay points with the Knicks, but we're going to do it. They continue to play better and better. They're fully healthy here. It's a solid spot for them tonight. Um, you know, five and a half in a game where I have it closer to eight, you know, eight and a half. Honestly, if I tweak some stuff and really try to look at the last week as opposed to kind of the whole season here, I could make a case here for the Knicks being almost minus nine here. But they host a Wizards team without Bradley Beal has just been really just an absolute mess. So we'll lay the points here with the Knicks tonight and then Bulls Suns over 231. I'm going to keep betting Bulls over. It's been one of the better bets of the season. The Suns, again, another team where they're obviously better with Chris Paul, but I don't know if the adjustment that continues to be made is correct. There's actually probably a little bit of value on the Suns, but 
but this total is about four points too low here. So 231, 232, any number, um, 232 or low, lower will take the over. Pelicans plus three or better. Knicks minus six and a half or better. And then the Bulls Suns over 232 or better. Yeah, the Chris Paul thing's weird. Sometimes just team dynamics, they don't shift like the market thinks they're going to in a short period of time. Again, we, we could see a, a big adjustment eventually, but we haven't had that many uh we haven't had that many, you know, games to see how this actually shakes out over a long period of time. Um college basketball, we're all gonna watch and bet today. I did have a bet. I didn't put this in yet outside of just betting it straight up, but uh Chattanooga plus eight. I am gonna take the I am gonna take the box here. This was a decent sized edge, so I'm I'm fine taking uh, the number here, even though I'm already involved with the. Uh, they're they're a seed that I bet right. Honestly, I I bet all these games and I just kind of lose track of who I'm even betting because it is just so random, like just taking them by seeds. But yeah, Chattanooga is a seed that got bet against Illinois for me here. I have this game as like a four point game, really. When I work things out, I love them in the in the conference tournament. It was a shame that. Furman didn't get by for my future, but I'm going to get some of that money back with the mocks tonight. And then outside of that, it is just all the, all the underdogs that I already put in. And I did do some shopping for you online a little earlier. And I try to cater to uh, people like me who are going to, for the most part, bet on my phone through Costa Rica because I don't live in a legal state. But I, and you know, every week I do make <laughs> trips down to Iowa because there are some pretty good golf prices at the legals. FanDuel seems to often offer some top, and I, there's just no top 40 prices in the offshore markets. So to go do that, I do have to run down. But yeah, the 12 through 15 seeds today, I just put up the odds from FanDuel this morning, and these are in the order that they play. So if you wanted to, you know, Make sure you had the early ones in at least. Montana State, Cal Fullerton, Yale, UAB are the first four, and then Chattanooga, Delaware, Colgate, and the Jacksonville State um, semifinalists of their conference tournament who got in because Bellarmine won the conference tournament and put them in. Oh, this isn't the order they play it? Damn it, Dan. I thought I did that. Sorry. No, Dan, Dan's just copying me. That's a That's the problem. I was going to say, I was pretty sure Jacksonville State was first game this morning with Auburn, but I I didn't want to say it. I thought I put them in order. Never mind, yeah. Jacksonville (laughs) State is You try. A lot of issues here on a Friday. You try. Jacksonville, maybe it's reverse. Jacksonville State and then Montana State. Those are the first two. Those are are happening soon, and then Yale and Delaware will all happen before. They'll all start before 3 Eastern. The later games are the, the Mox, Chattanooga, UAB, Colgate and somehow I missed one. I don't even care at this point. That's all right. Loyola tips off. I almost took an over in that Loyola game, but I know how some of these uh, early games can start. And I just couldn't quite pull the trigger. It was a marginal edge. So I didn't bet the Loyola over. Matt, you can't. You live in Illinois. I can't. I I, I love the Chattanooga bet. I like the I like I like betting Loyola. It seems like everybody. Oh yeah, Loyola you can't bet Ohio Illinois. State. I can't bet Illinois either. I can't bet Chattanooga there. I was I was going to put in a teaser this morning and I can't get the bet in because 
I can't do it. You can't just for some reason that's that makes a whole lot of sense that I can't bet on Illinois because I live in Illinois. Can't bet on keeping, a team that's two and a half hours away from here. Keeping the integrity, just in case Matt was trying to rig the game. That's well, yep. I like to see that. So yeah, get your shit figured out, Illinois. Illinois, I can't not put the S on it. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's but okay. uh, uh, either way, I I am looking at possibly a live over if that total dips <laughs> down. Um, again, Matt can't, but I can. I can't. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm going to text you, Andy. I'm going to have you putting some bets for me. Put put in some bets on the old. Uh, on if the I old lose, bet. I'm not. I'll probably just. I'll I'll run up a tab with you. But if I win, I expect the money back. We'll take. Yeah, we'll take it out of the. Put it on the company card. There you go. But uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm fine with. You know, I'm fine with betting this one live. If this total gets down to like. 125, 120 early because we see a maybe a, a cold start. I'm gonna jump in right away on this over. So kind of a, a live spot I am looking at in that first game. And then uh, you know, thanks again to the sponsors this week. Thanks to FanDuel, our title sponsor, Prop Swap, where you can use promo code BetSpurs to get your five hundred dollar deposit match, up to a five hundred dollar deposit match, and profit exchange who is soon. Very imminently launching in Illinois, excuse me, Indiana, Indiana and New Jersey. We have some links in the show notes if you want to get on the list to take advantage of their best offer as they launch in those states and more to come. So hit the thumbs up in the YouTube. Thanks, Matt, for joining. Alex, I'm glad you made it through the show. I was a little worried. Yeah, I thought we were going to lose you with that camera I, there. I, I thought maybe just the power went out or something. So thanks, Dan. Thanks, chat. Thanks, everyone. Hit the music. Let's call her a weekend.